Good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. Has some interesting things to talk about. The Grassroots Army podcast this morning. Of course, I'm your host, Gary Soldano. And I used to call this kind of like the clown world, but it really isn't a clown world. It's a clown nation because the rest of the world is watching us and just sitting back and scratching their heads like a lot of us wondering what in the hell is going on in our country. And I'm going to be releasing a video here in the next week, week and a half with President Putin uh, talking about a couple of years ago about the downfall of our morality. And he kind of hits the nail on the head with what he has to say. So I'm anxious to release that because obviously the media portrays everything in a different manner. So again, I'm going to do everything that I can to talk about these controversial issues so you guys can at least get different perspectives because that's where I think power comes from. That's for sure. So let's talk about what's happening over in Chico Unified School District over in California. I've had this young lady's father and her on the show. Her name is Claire. And Claire is standing up because she is a 16-year-old teenage girl. And she's sick and tired of having biological boys watching her undress in the locker room um, in the same bathroom as her. And her and other students are starting to stand up. So I got a picture of Claire and her friend, the Turning Point USA chapter on campus, and they're basically standing up for what they believe in, which they have every, every single right. They just want common sense. They just want common sense. They want to be able to have some body autonomy and go into the locker room and change without boys staring at them. I mean, why are we still even having this conversation? And I want to let everybody know in the middle, because we're in pretty much a heated race over the next year and a half for our country. And if you're in the middle and you tend to lean Democrat, I want you to ask yourself this question. What party continues to push this progressive left narrative? What party continues to push taking away your rights as parents and trying to keep things away from you as parents, basically telling you that your kids belong to the district, to the state, to the federal government. What party continues to push that biological men can compete in biological women's sports? See, if you're in the middle and you tend to lean left, you have to understand and realize and look at yourself in the mirror and tell yourself, you know what? Not this time. I'm sick and tired of this progressive left, this fringe left narrative that continues to get crammed down our throat. See, I'll be highlighting over the next couple of weeks a lot of the folks in the LGB community, and that's what they call themselves. They don't call them the LGBTQ plus or whatever the hell else they want to add on to that. The alphabet mafia is what I like to call them or the rainbow mafia. These folks are gay. They're proud to be gay, but they are referring to themselves as, as the LGB community. And they are sick and tired of it getting hijacked with all of these crazies, making them look bad. And so over the next week, week and a half, I'll be highlighting a lot of videos of the gays against groomers that are sick and tired of what's going on because it's making them all look bad. So again, the party that's bringing us this insanity is the Democrat Party. Even if you're a Democrat, you have to start understanding and realize what is good for your children, your grandchildren, your future generations. And I can tell you this. It's not what's going on right now. And so what I'm going to do in this video today is I will tag Charlie Kirk because these two young, brave teenagers are ruthlessly getting attacked on Instagram right now. If you go to this post on Instagram, there's over 2,000 comments. They've cleaned up a lot of the comments. 
but a lot of the comments on there are negative with all of these crazy alphabet mafia, um, rainbow mafia folks just attacking these girls. So I'm going to tag Charlie Kirk, and I want you all to do the same if you can, is tag this live to him, send this live to him, because these folks, these two young girls need the support. Because the article that was written says, Chico, California, transgender bathroom controversy unfolds at Pleasant Valley High School as some students are divided about who can use which facility. Unbelievable why we're having this conversation. Clown Nation. Action News Now talked to the students in the school to see to address this issue. There have been two protests in two weeks on campus over allowing transgender students to use the bathroom and locker rooms of their identifying gender. First, some Pleasant Valley High students protested biological male students using women's bathrooms. Then another group walked out of class supporting trans students' rights Tuesday, according to a staff member at the school's office. In the bathrooms, in the locker rooms, it's honestly uncomfortable because they will sit there or just stand there and watch the girls change, Pleasant Valley Junior Marianne said. You, can I repeat that? It is uncomfortable for these teenage girls, mind you, teenage girls, because they just sit there or stand there and watch us change. My goodness gracious, I can't imagine what these girls feel. I can't imagine what the parents feel like. And one of the other folks with the other side of the aisle stated, let me find it. It's a little gross at our school. You know, our principal and the administration even let the pass, even let that pass as a club because they did not get approval to hold that protest. They're not really advocating for any change. They're really just spreading hate and trying to turn people against each other. When speaking your mind turns into spreading hate and creating a dangerous, hostile environment for a marginalized group of people who already go through so much on a daily, it shouldn't be allowed at a school that's supposed to make people feel safe and help learn, Baron added. Okay, Baron, um, these girls aren't spreading hate. They just want what's called body autonomy. They have every right to feel safe also. And so that is the insanity that's going out in Chico Valley Unified School District, which I've been highlighting over the past couple months, watching the school board basically just sit in silence as this clown nation continues to be forced down our throats. And I'm telling you what, and I, I said this on a live a couple of weeks ago, we're at a boiling point. We are as a nation, and I'm hoping that it doesn't boil over because how many dads, how many parents, how many people can just continue to sit back and allow this garbage to happen? And if we don't address these situations, something horrible is going to happen. And it's going to rip our country apart. I'm hoping that common sense prevails right now, but I'm starting to question even if that will happen. That is for sure, because then I look and I see that the Nevada Dems, Democrats again, not Republicans, Dems, passed last-minute amendment to find school or find school boards for bathroom and sports policies. So they snuck this in on a Friday before Memorial Day, basically stating that the school boards are going to be getting fined 5000 per day if they attempted to block biological boys from school facilities or activities. On the floor, they said the amendment aimed to deny the right of school boards to block biological males from getting to biological female bathrooms, locker rooms, or any other sporting events, okay? <laughs> it's, it's it's amazing. Senator Hansen, a Republican, asked for clarification on this, and I just shared the video on this if you guys would like to, to see it. But the amendment sponsor, 
Senator Fabian, Fabian, excuse me if I butchered that, Donate, I probably butchered that too, responded by reading the text. A board of trustees shall not adopt a policy that limits the access of a pupil because of race, religious creed, color, national origin, disability, sexual orientation, gender identity or expression, ancestral familial status or sex to school facilities or activities. So they're adding this stuff in now, okay? He continued saying that it was pretty much what the amendment says. Senator Hansen, Republican, obviously had a problem with this, said the original bill was fully supported in the assembly but became controversial with the amendment, especially since it was last minute, meaning they tried to do this on a Friday before Memorial Day. See how they just tried to sneak it in? He encouraged the Senate to drop the floor amendment, saying it did not have any hearings, and he suggested further discussion before voting on it. He would call this amendment the Bud Light Amendment. (laughs) That was a good touch. That's a hashtag right now, and it's trending, Bud Light Amendment. That is a major controversy across the state and the nation, by the way. There's an enormous backlash across this country on this very issue. And do this as a floor amendment and and not have any hearings and put it on a bill that originally was fine is absolutely abuse of the process, he said. Again, let me remind everyone. I don't care if Governor DeSantis or President Trump wins the primary. It's going to be an interesting race to watch those two battle. However, for everyone in the middle, his parents, anyone with common sense, you have to start looking at this and you have to start eating some humble pie because a lot of y'all fell for the pandemic. You fell for the mandates and everything else. And another thing that I want to point out is every single media outlet, which they won't, should be holding all these governors, like Governor Whitmer, right? Accountable and ask, why are you allowing this to happen? What are your views on it? We really want to get all the governor's views on this. So we know who to vote for. Governor Whitmer is unfortunately in her second term. She's out of here, probably going to be running for the White House, which I called out two, three years ago. Um, But they need to be held accountable and known. And I know what Governor Whitmer would say. She's like, well, this is a local issue and we're going to allow each local community to define what it is. And she's using the political get out of jail free card is trying to basically pass on responsibility. But I'd like to point out the governor Whitmer is one of the most horrific governors with lockdowns. And she did not leave it up to the local communities at that time. She not only weaponized the health department after we, the people took away her powers, the Supreme court ruled in favor that every um, executive order that she signed after April was unconstitutional. She then weaponized the health department, bring the hammer down on the local communities and took away the power of the local communities. So I would like to know her views on all this, especially since she plans to run for the white house, probably not in 2024, obviously, but 2028, they are grooming her for that. I guarantee it, but I would like to hear her thoughts on this. That is for sure. Since she is huge in transgender rights. So a lot of folks in the middle are not for what is happening in this country right now. It is just unbelievable. It's insane. Furthermore, they are discriminating, even though they tend to say that it's all inclusive, right? They are discriminating against many different religious organizations, Christianity, to name one, against these kids and adults and parents' beliefs. And it's not right to be discriminatory against anyone. But they are doing just that, which leads me into the last thing that I want to talk about. In Santa Barbara, a lot of these things are happening in California. Weird. And California is ran by who? Democrats. And cities are running to the ground by who? Democrats. You see the common theme here, middle? 
You see what's happened when the Democrats get a control of anything, they run it into the ground. So again, vote like your life and your freedom depends on it and your children and grandchildren's freedom depend on it because it does, right? So to bring into this controversy, again, remember, they're trying to be all inclusive. We're not going to discriminate against anyone. So in this curriculum in Santa Barbara Unified School District, and I forget what the class name is, but they basically were showing an image of what's called the Piss Christ. Hate even saying that name, to be honest with you. But it's basically a crucifix in a jar of the artist's urine, and it's in the curriculum. All right, so obviously this upset a lot of parents. This upset a lot of students. This upset a lot of Christians and community members, and they went to the school board and stood up for their beliefs. So let's listen in to some of the clown nation that we are all a part of, which, by the way, we let happen. Here we go. Okay, the U.S. Federation Federal Prohibition of Incitement to Hatred Act from Congress defines hate speech as, quote, any communication that is written, spoken, broadcast, that is intended to incite hatred or demean a person or group on the basis of factors such as race, nationality, sexual orientation, and religion. Dos Pueblos High School Administration has directed hate speech towards its students of Christian faith by forcing them to view their Savior and God, Jesus Christ, in a jar of your... <laughs> Any human with a sense of decency and moral honesty can see this as hate speech, as defined by the law. The administration condoning this display of hate is just plain mean and shows their blatant bias against those students who believe in the Christian faith. Those Pueblos also violated the student rights per the Cal Ed Code 49091, which states a people may not be compelled to affirm or disavow any particular personally or privately held worldview, religious doctrine, or political opinion. Putting Jesus, our Savior and God, in a jar of urine and forcing Christian students to contemplate and comment on their state Savior in this state is one of the worst ways I think can think of to disavow our Christian faith. I believe the board needs to remove this and any other hate speech directed towards any group from seconds. all curriculum now and in the future. Hate, hate speech has no place on our campuses, especially when it is endorsed by the principal of DP and his administration. As a minimum, the principal and administration who allowed this hate speech need to apologize to the parents and students in this district and take anti-bias training themselves. Thank you. Thank you. Good evening, school board. My name is Jake Hamill. I'm a 2020 graduate of Dos Pueblos. It has come to my attention that my good friend John has been harassed for his religious beliefs. As per the SBUSD board policy 6141.2, instruction about religion shall not promote or denigrate the beliefs or customs of any particular religion or sect. The symbol of Piss Christ is a clear insult and attack on the Christian faith. John's request to remove the symbol from the curriculum is well-founded and should be met with compassion and acceptance. Instead, he was met with hostility. When it comes to upholding this policy, it is only upheld in specific circumstances. Ironically and hypocritically, the following week, the school addressed an alleged drawing of a swastika with outrage, going as far as to create a wide-scale campaign against anti-Semitism. But every act of religious defamation should be treated with equal importance. 
there was a clear bias against the Christian faith. John brought this bias to the attention of the teacher of the class. John questioned whether an act of religious defamation in the faith of any other religion would be tolerated in the class. The response was hostile. The teacher allowed the bias to continue. Furthermore, to suppress any further rebuttals from John, the teacher threatened John by sending in teacher union representatives to defend him if he didn't quit. Having a change of heart, though, the principal and district verbally agreed and promised to take down the image from the curriculum. 30 seconds. However, the promise was short-lived when they backtracked on their decision by only assuring it will be removed for a single semester. The principal made the morally right decision the first time, so please do not backtrack on this. Wow, and I, I like his point where he talks about the swastika that was um, drawn somewhere and the school went crazy over it. You know, they start uh, holding anti-Semitism classes and everything else, and now we have an image basically degrading the Christian faith, and that's okay. Again, it's just what what's common sense, what's fair, and if you're, if you're all for inclusive, um, you know, then you can't just discriminate against anyone, you know, and, that, and that's where the majority of Americans are at. We don't care what religion you are. We do not care um, who you want to share bed with. I, I don't. I know there's some people out there. Now, look, the majority, I'm saying that there are a few examples of people that really hate um, certain groups of people and religions, which I feel is wrong. This is America. This is a very diverse nation. It, and it's an experiment, this country. It's still very young. And for this country to survive, there has to be communication. There has to be um, compromise. There has to be common sense. And there has to be values and beliefs and morals, which this country was founded on. This country was founded on the Christian faith. Uh, a lot of people who aren't Christians don't like to hear that, but it was. And it has evolved. There's no, ch there's no um, questioning that. However, Again, it's just we want common sense and we can appreciate everyone's viewpoints and beliefs and values, but we have to continue to have the door of conversation open, but you can't continue to hammer um, and force feed your beliefs down everyone else. That's why there is no religion in schools, in public schools. Now, that's what basically the LGBTQ plus is evolved into. It's a religion. It's a cult. And they're force feeding their beliefs down these kids and parents and community members' throats. And if you stand up against it and say, hey, those aren't my beliefs, you get attacked, you're called a bigot, you're hateful and everything else. And no, there's just different beliefs. And so one thing that we can agree on is there should be right now, because it is so diverse, a separation of that in public schools. Hey, how about getting back to the basics, math, science, reading, history? And teach the right history, the good and bad of America, because we don't want to repeat the, the same mistakes that we have in the past. And we have definitely a lot of mistakes. But get back to the basics and everything will be OK. Let's get the politics and the narrative out of these schools, which we're going to see how this evolves, because you have a party right now, a very fringe, a very radical party that is just destroying our country, that is pushing all this agenda, this progressive agenda, and it's tearing our country apart, unfortunately. So we'll see how this evolves. I'll continue to highlight and give you guys this information because I think it's very important that you get this because a lot of the media obviously does not report this or they report it so late that it's already passed. But which brings me to my last point. On June 25th, President Trump is coming to the Oakland Republican Party Lincoln Day. 
I have bought a table, which I have mentioned on several lives recently. You also can come listen to the president. It's $250 a person. There are sponsorships of tables that you can buy. Um, they are various levels of sponsorship, but you can come listen to President Trump. It's a great opportunity for you to hear him in person and basically sift through the narrative of the corporate media. I will be recording his speech and I will be posting it in all of my platforms, which is growing at an astronomical rate. Our YouTube channel is closing in 150,000 subscribers. I think we're around 131,000 subscribers right now, which is just unbelievable because we were just at 100 a couple weeks ago and we started the Grassroots Army podcast in, um, or excuse me, the YouTube channel in November. So obviously it's growing. We're growing 20 to 25,000 new subscribers a month. So obviously people want this information, which is good because the Grassroots Army is evolving not only into a movement of ordinary people doing extraordinary things, but also a movement of action. That is what I wanted it to evolve into. And that is what's happening, which is great. So in the description, there is a link for you to purchase your Oakland Republican Party Lincoln Day tickets. Um, also to follow them on Facebook for any updates. So I'm looking forward to that on Sunday, June 25th. The doors open at 5.30, dinners at 6.30. The speakers will start around 7.15, 7.30, which I would imagine President Trump will come on around 8 or 9. Okay, so have a great day. Continue to stand up. Claire out in Chico Valley. Hey, we're proud of you. Folks, please go to that post and give her some love because there's thousands of comments on there and a lot of them are hateful. And a 16-year-old teenage girl should not be dealing with this garbage. I reflect back when I was a teenager long ago. And the only thing I was worried about at this time was working out for football, school, you know, hanging out with friends. That's it. I wasn't having to stand up for my body autonomy. And that is what these girls are having to do. Clown nation, ladies and gentlemen, clown nation. So have a great day. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan, of course, and always God bless these United States. Until next time, talk to you soon. Bye-bye.